chapter 24. Joshua chapter 24, verse 14 through 24. Joshua 24. When you have it, say amen. Now, therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth. And put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt and serve ye the Lord. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve. Whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in those land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And the people answered and said, God forbid that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. For the Lord our God, he, is, he it is that brought us up and our fathers out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage and which did those great signs in our sight and preserved us in all the way wherein we went and among all the people through whom we passed. And the Lord drave out from before us all the people, even the Amorites, which dwell in the land. Therefore will we also serve the Lord, for he is our God. And Joshua said unto the people, You cannot serve the Lord, for he is a holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your transgressions nor your sins. If you forsake the Lord, and serve strange gods, then he will turn and do you hurt and consume you after that he hath done you good. And the people said unto Joshua, Nay, but we will serve the Lord. And Joshua said unto the people, You are witnesses against yourselves, that ye have chosen you the Lord to serve him. And they said, We are witnesses. Now therefore, Put away, said he, the strange gods which are among you, and incline your heart unto the Lord God of Israel. And the people said unto Joshua, The Lord our God we serve, will, will we serve, and his voice will we obey. You may be seated. As the song went on to say, there is... No place I'd rather be. There is no place I'd rather be. Why? Because in you, I live. Because of you, I live. No other reason, but because of you, I live. Even when you ain't feeling it, you need to tell your soul, I live. I know all of us have woken up in the morning sometimes and we just don't, we just don't feel like it. Amen. I mean, just, just blase. I, I don't, I don't want to, but you got to tell your soul, I live. I'm hurting, but I live. Things just ain't going the way I want to, but I live. Amen. We, we want to 
talk a few moments this morning about choices. Choices. Everybody, every day, makes choices. Whether good or bad, we make choices. Choice means to choose. To decide between someone or something. It means to select. When God created Adam, in his image and after his likeness, he gave Adam something no other creature was given. Choice. Choice to choose. He could eat from any tree, even the tree of life. The only exception was don't eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He had a choice. No other animal or creature had that choice. They could not eat from the tree of life. Nor could they eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. But Adam had that choice. Adam had fruit that we never heard of. I mean, if you go over to Africa right now, you will find fruit that you ain't never heard of. Ain't never tasted. I remember the first time that my wife tasted a pomegranate. I believe it was the, word, the fruit with, with the seeds and stuff. And, and she didn't realize that her body couldn't take it. It was good. She was consuming it. But she had a reaction. But all I'm saying is, there are so many different fruits that he had to choose from. And it was only one. God said you can have anything but one fruit. I don't want you to eat. But Adam had choice. He had choice. Because of Adam's choice, he decided to choose that tree that God told him not to eat. And because of that, we all suffer Amen. the consequences. Even animals suffering the consequence of the choice that Adam made. If Adam was here right now today, we would give him a beatdown. We, we'd get, everybody, just, just get in line. We're going to give Adam a beatdown for what he did. And what I got you can beat it with a little paddle. You can beat it with a big paddle. I ain't got a bat. Beat down Adam because of what he did. I don't like it. But Adam ain't here. Does anybody want to volunteer to take this beat down? I don't think so. You, yeah, you made the right choice. If Adam could see what he has done today, Adam would say, did I do that? Yeah, you did. You the reason why 
We are in the condition we are today. Because of what Adam did, we all have to work. Back then, there was no such thing as a nine to five. No such thing as after eight hours, I get time and a half. You work from sunup to sundown. There was no 401k to put your money in for retirement. There was no retirement after 65. Back then, no Blue Cross Blue Shield, Medicare, Medicaid, AARP. None of those things. Because of what Adam did, we now have to wear clothes. What? Some of y'all are trying to say, well, I'm glad of that. <laughs> but that's only because your mind has the knowledge of the tree of good and evil. Others say, well, you know, uh, I don't mind the clothes because I like the fashions. But it's all because of what Adam decided to do. If Adam had not done what he did, Cain may not have killed Abel. If Adam had not done what he did, Israel would not have been slaves in Egypt. If Adam had, done, had not done what he did, God would not have had to destroy the world by water. Nor would he have to destroy the world by fire. If Adam would have done right, Jesus would not have had to come. He would not have had to been a sacrifice for our sin. But I'm glad he did come in spite of what Adam did. Everything Adam did is against what God said and has a negative consequence. And all God asked him was to do one thing. Don't eat from that tree. But you know what, saints? We no longer can blame Adam. Uh-oh. Adam's not the only one that needs a beatdown today. So I submit to you this back. Whichever one you think is appropriate, what do you want to beat yourself with? We can no longer put our excuses on Adam. Not at all. We can only blame ourselves now for what happened. Why? Because Jesus came so we could be redeemed. Jesus came so we could be saved. Jesus gave us the escape we need from Adam. He freed us from the law of sin and death. You can't get right and then get God. You got to get God to get right. God must show you what righteousness is because Jesus is our righteousness. 
This is why his spirit leads us, guides us into all truth. We may not have been able to eat from the tree of life, but because of Jesus, we have eternal life. So now, rather than blame Adam for what he did, blame yourself for what you don't do. Because you now know right from wrong. No one had to teach a child how to do wrong. They were born doing it. Leave a child to themselves and see what happens. But they have to be instructed in what's right. As children of God, we have to be instructed by the word of God what is right. So let's don't blame Adam no more. Blame yourself for what you do. And just like in Adam's case, everything we do against God has a consequence. It has a consequence. God forgives, but there may be a consequence of what you did. Now, let's go back and look at what Joshua said to Israel. Let's go back again to Joshua 24, starting at verse 14. Now, therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth. And put away the gods which your father served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt and serve you the Lord. What Joshua said then, God is saying now, put the strange gods away. Put away from doing what you're doing. Quit thinking, stinky thinking. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with what you know you're doing that you know is wrong. Respect the Lord. The Lord knows. Worship God in spirit and in truth. Is this too much to ask from his children? Huh? Is, is it too much for a parent to ask a child, just give me love? I'm providing you with what you need. I'm giving you clothes. I'm giving you food. I'm taking you where you need to go and where you want to go. Is it too much to, for a parent to ask a child, love me? But yet the child gets to a certain age where they begin to rebel. You ain't giving me enough. You ain't giving me what I really want. Isn't that what we do with God? We first know him and learn about him. But we get to the point where, God, it ain't sufficient. I, I need more. One thing about man, he's never satisfied. Verse 15 says, and if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, that's the question for you, choose you this day whom you will serve. Whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Me and my house. See, when I say me and my house, that's not just me and Sister Roslyn, but me and my house. That's got to be first. We will serve the Lord. Joshua told them, you need to choose. 
we are being confronted with the same question. Who are you going to serve? Who are you going to serve? If you know the Lord, if you know who the Lord is, make a choice. Red light, FII, for your information. Revelations 3, 15 and 16. The word says to us, I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would that you were cold or hot. I can deal with the cold. I can deal with the hot. If you just take it naturally, if I got a Coca-Cola, I want it cold, not hot. Most people, when they drink coffee in the morning, they want it hot, not cold. But even in the coffee arena, some like it hot, some like it cold. But it's one thing you don't want. Verse 16 so, says, so then because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. You don't want lukewarm coffee. You want it hot, you want it cold. I don't want no lukewarm Coke, Coca-Cola. Just in case y'all, some, some minds get, get, get strange, I ain't talking about crack and all that other stuff. I'm talking about the Coca-Cola. You don't want it lukewarm. God is not looking for lukewarm Christians. See, if you're hot, you're where I want you. If you're cold, I know how to get you where you need to be. But if you're lukewarm, you don't even know where you're at. No man can serve two masters. Even if you are here, children, because of your parents, even though you are here in that state, you are of age that you can choose yourself. See, you're here, but you don't have to choose the Lord. You're just here. But I'm here to tell you that you are of age right now that you can make a choice whose house is going to serve the Lord. Either you're going to serve the Lord or you're going to be out there with the other gods. Most of us who are parents know that ain't nothing out there. Amen. I found that out a long time ago. If I had made some choices that I almost made, I would not be here today. I could have been in prison because of some of the choices that was placed before me. I could be dead because of some of the choices that was placed before me. I remember when I did a, I made it a stupid decision. But I'm so thankful that I had a guy next to me, my best man really in the wedding, that stopped me. I was at a party. And of course, I took Rosalind to the party. Had my Chevelle on Bone to Flow, three, 396, 375 horsepower, big slicks in the back. I was ready. 
went to the party. I, I don't even think, I don't know if she knew about this. But somebody in the party had the audacity to touch her. Ooh, red light. I went to the car. Now, back in my day, we didn't we have nine millimeters. And, but in my car, I had a bat. I'm going to bust this guy upside his head. You don't touch my woman. My best man talked me down. You, you don't, now, now you know, I'm so glad he talked me down. Because I don't even think I would have got in there and hit him. Something else would have talked me down. Fool, you know that you can't beat that guy. You know you go in there. First of all, you from Ypsilanti, and you in Willow Run. <laughs> I, I don't know if anybody know that Ipsy and Willow Run, they, they just didn't get along back then. I don't know how well they get along now. But I'm so glad that I made the right choice. Anybody had choices like that? I know I ain't the only one. I know there's something you, you could have done stupid that may have caused you not to be here today. But you made the right choice. Therefore, the consequences didn't come up on you. Oh, the Lord is so good. Man. And verse 16 says, And the people answered and said, God forbid that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. I, it just ain't going to happen. How many have said, I would never quit on God? Anybody in here? I will never quit on God. The Lord has been good to me. You sang the songs in that, in that at Wise, didn't you? I will serve him till I die. And then something happened. And the church got quiet. When things get worse, people amend their statements. To what they're going to do for God. Uh, Lord, maybe I'll serve you when I turn 50. <laughs> then you turn 50. Lord, you, you ain't ready for me right now. Maybe, maybe after the children are grown. Lord, Lord maybe, maybe I will serve you when I retire from my job. Then I can give you my undivided attention. See, Lord, there's too many things out there right now that, that I'm involved in and I don't have the time to give you that you expect from me. What is time? Who is time? Who decides whether you wake up in the morning or not? And you're going to tell him Listen to what Israel said, why they won't forsake the Lord. Verse 17, for the Lord our God, he, is, he it is that 
brought us up. Who brought you up today? And our fathers and out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. Who delivered you from bondage today? And which did those great signs in our sight and preserved us. Has he done something that you can see? Has he preserved you today? And which did those great signs in our sight and preserved us in all the way wherein we went. And among all the people through whom we passed. Who can testify that God has done something for them? Who has been taking care of you today? That dilemma you were in, who brought you out? Was it your own might and strength? Or did God have something to do with it? Do you really think that you delivered yourself from your stupidity? Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his wonderful works that he's done unto not only the children of Israel, but unto the people today. When something good happens, God gets credit, but we forget to praise and give him thanks. When something bad happens, God gets the blame, and we begin to forsake him. How many remember this song? Down through the years, God's been good to me. And then it's all of my life, God's been good to me. Can it, I, I remember uh, we used to sing that song, and I believe it was Deja or Duran, one of us singing, all of my life. They didn't have much of life. But they can say all of my life. Now, I can, I can say without question at 72, all of my life, he's been good to me. He's been better to me than I've been to myself. But right now, what about right now? Is he good to you right now? Has he taken care of you right now better than you've taken care of yourself? Has he been good enough to you that you serve him? That you can put away those gods. Or everybody got some kind of God they need to put away. Verse 18 says, and the Lord drave out before from before us all the people, even the Amorites, which dwelt in the land. Therefore, will we also serve the Lord for he is our God. Before God gave them the land, he drove the Amorites out. The Amorites in your life. God has to drive them out. You can't do it yourself. God provides the tools, which is the word of God. God is rebuilding us. Meanwhile, we are under construction. Every one of us is under construction. Every one of us is being rebuilt. Some of us just simply have to be rebooted. Verse 19 says, And Joshua said unto the people, you cannot serve the Lord, for he is a holy God. He is jealous of God. He will not forgive your transgressions nor your sins. What we need to know, you can't serve God until you have God. 
You can't be righteous until you know him who is righteous. We are trying to talk to God from the other side of the flood, which is in our flesh. We are still operating out of Egypt. God has delivered us from Egypt, and he has delivered Egypt out of us. Many are calling, but calling the wrong number. You're calling God, but you're calling the wrong number. You, you know when you, you get on the phone and, and you dial and, and you hit the wrong key, and, and you may get a funny sound or, or somebody saying, sorry, you had the wrong number. Well, you got the phone, but the number is not 72826. If you look on your phone and figure out the numbers, you'll find there's 72826. That's Satan's hotline. It spells Satan. The number you should call is 53787. That's Jesus. The number again is 53787. That's 53787. Y'all going to look on your phones later and say, I, I'm going to see what that really is. All I'm trying to say is, if you call on any other name, you have the wrong number. No other name whereby a man can be saved, but by the name of Jesus. Verse 20 says, if, if you forsake the Lord and serve strange gods, then he will turn and do you hurt. And consume you after that he had done you good. And in actuality, you got to recognize that if you turn from God, really you hurting yourself. Because he's giving you what you need that you won't be hurt. If you forsake God and go back to Egypt, if you forsake God and go back to your own ways, God will say unto you, depart from me. I never knew you. Joshua said to them what the word is saying to us. You cannot continue to indulge in the pleasures of this life or the cares of this world. Anybody know what the pleasures of this life and the cares of this world are? Has anybody experienced them? I think just about every one of us in here have experienced something in some kind of way. You can't continue to indulge in them and, and try to serve the Lord because that makes you lukewarm. You cannot continue in the lust of the flesh. The lust of the eye and the pride of life. Actually, you, you know what I'm saying? Some of you need to get off of social media. What's that number again? What's that number again? 53787. Social media is messing some of y'all up. And I ain't just talking about young people. Somebody hearing. Facebook. I call it the cookbook because so many folks that got cooked from being on that book. Their business has been told, and ain't nobody told it but themselves. 
better. And don't get me started, because I don't, I don't even have those accounts. I'm not getting on them. And, and just simply, some of the other things that you can get on Internet is messing your mind up. 53787. I'm not here to be your friend. You cannot continue to serve those things Monday through Saturday and serve God with your polluted sacrifice on Sunday. Choose. Make a choice this day whom you will serve. We must begin to forsake those things that come out of Egypt. Where do you think social media came from? Out of Egypt. They are trying to take everything from you. We, we ain't got to worry about AI. We too involved in what social media has. The EI, AI can't even get to us. I thank God for Jesus because of Jesus, we have obtained his grace and mercy. Because of Jesus, we, when we fail to follow righteousness, Jesus became our righteousness. Thank God when we fail short, he did not give up on us, but he picked us up. Does this mean we can sin the more that grace may abound? God forbid. It's time to choose so we don't lose. Verse 21 says, And the people said unto Joshua, Nay, but we will serve the Lord. After hearing this, are you still willing to serve the Lord? And the church got quiet. Are you willing to worship him in truth? Are you still willing to trust him? Have you made up in your mind, Lord, wherever you go, I will follow. Y'all think about that. that. Choosing which way you go. Can you say nothing shall separate me from the truth? Oh, uh, baby, I love you, but if you ain't in the truth, we got to go our separate ways. When a man and a woman select each other, is, it, is there any truth in it? Young ladies, when you're looking for a mate, where do you look? Social media? The dating game. Some, some Christians have done it, y'all. And, and I, I got to say that the majority, from what I've observed, that grasp or hold to that, their marriage ain't, ain't together. If, if it ain't locked in Jesus, it ain't locked. Huh? I know that's not a popular subject. Let's move on. Verse 22. And Joshua said unto the people, you done said all that. 
And I say to y'all, y'all done said all that. And for those of you that ain't said all that, you done thought it. And Joshua said unto the people, you are witnesses against yourselves. That you have chosen you the Lord to serve him. And they said, we are witnesses. Did folks say that you still willing to serve the Lord? Did somebody say they're still willing to worship him in truth? Did somebody say they're willing to trust him? Somebody say you've made up your mind. You follow him wherever he go. You won't let nothing separate you from the truth. If you made that vow, yes, folks don't like the word vow. If you spoke those words, if you said that, if you think it but you don't want to utter it, you are a witness against yourself. You cannot blame anyone else for your choice. The devil didn't make you do it. He ain't made you say it. You can't blame dad and mom anymore because you must make the choice. It is your choice. Own it. Did you hear me? When I make a choice, I got to own it. I can't blame it on nobody else. Paul said, yea, let God be true, and every man a liar as it is written, that you may be justified in thy saying, and you might be overcome when you are judged. Verse 23, Joshua said, Now therefore put away, said he, the strange gods which are among you, and incline your heart unto the Lord God of Israel. Here's the difference with us. We attempt to put away the things of the flesh, but we forget to incline our heart unto God. James says, submit yourselves unto God, resist the devil, and he will flee. But first you must submit yourself unto God. If you don't submit yourself first, he will not flee. He ain't. Submit again means you must yield yourself to God. You must surrender. You cannot fight the devil with your own flesh under your own rules. So what is really being said? Take the time and examine you. Examine where you are at. What have you drugged from the other side to this side? What are you trying to bring into the kingdom that you know does not belong? Is it your attitude? Is it your pride that you refuse to admit you have, you have need of help of? Is it unforgiveness that still is locked behind your door, your heart? Are you only looking in a mirror at yourself and not seeing others through the window? God wants more of you, and he wants more from you. Verse 24 said, And the people said unto Joshua, The Lord our God will we serve, and his voice we will obey. Lord, here am I. Send me. Can he send you today? In the day that you hear his voice, harden not your heart. Put away the gods and serve the Lord. It is your choice. With that, my time is up, and I thank you for yours.